What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Up in Flames. This is episode 99. We are going to be celebrating episode 100 no later than Tuesday night. I plan on doing it Monday night, but no later than Tuesday night. Episode 100 of Up in Flames will be happening, and I'm recording episode 99 with a guy where it's where it all started, essentially. Like, part of my success in, in things of keeping me going and keeping me you know, motivated to keep recording episodes has started with this guy in a relationship that I brought with him and I will bring him in. But this is episode 99 and we'll be right back right after this. Warning, you are now listening to Up in Flames. We up in flames, yeah. We up in flames, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. We up in flames, we up in flames, we up in flames, yeah, we up in flames, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 we up in flames, yeah, yeah, uh, we up in flames, hold on, uh, check this go. We up in flames, yeah, uh, we up in, uh, yeah, yeah, we up in flames, yeah, woo. We up in, yeah, we up in flames, we up in flames. So we are back. Episode 99 is in the building. And I episode 99 is special to me, but episode 100 will be special to me. Like I said, no later than Tuesday evening will episode 100 be recorded. But for 99, it only felt right to bring my guy who's made this happen, who's put the motivation in for me to continue going, continue to create content. A guy who believed in me, brought me on his team. Made me the VP of the network. My guy, Chris LeBron, the president of the Off the Ball Network. Chris, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's good, bro? Always a pleasure to, to chop it up with you and talk, you know, all types of sports and everything. So uh, it was a hell of an uh, intro. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm about to shed a tear right now. But, you know, <laughs> always fun chopping up with you, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, we're 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 creeping up into episode 100. This is episode 99 of Up in Flames. Um, You know, I've done a lot more than a hundred episodes when it comes to being a guest on people's shows, um, doing things for off the ball network, but for a personal accomplishment, you could say it's long overdue or whatever, but episode a hundred is coming up, but this is episode 99. And so we're going to be talking about college football playoff reaction. Um, did the committee get it right? Do bowl games matter? And then we'll close out with should ties exist in the NFL? Um, uh, early, early, you know, uh, Early teaser, they shouldn't. But we will get into that conversation at the end of the episode. But, Chris, the college football playoff is set, and it happened. You have Georgia, number one, Michigan, number two, TCU, number three, Ohio State, number four. Georgia won verse four, so Georgia got Ohio State in Atlanta for the Peach Bowl. And, you know, you got uh, in the Fiesta Bowl, you have Michigan versus TCU. So. I just want to hear from you um, before I go into my little spill, I guess. What was your initial reaction on the college football playoff? Once it came out, one through six, and we had to wait a couple hours, and guys like you and me were watching NFL at that point. We seen who was in. We didn't care about the rest. We'll we'll read about it on ESPN or whatever. But your initial college football playoff reaction when those fi- first six or final six 
came out. They got it right. They got it right. And I think kind of the intrigue took a hit, you know, as far as some of the games yesterday, because like, uh, like we've said, you know, um, we talked in the chat and everything like Michigan was going to get in regardless. Mm -hmm. TCU for the most part was going to get in regardless. Uh, and, and Georgia was getting in regardless. So there wasn't that thrill. I mean, we were just trying to see if, you know, it was USC, you know, that was the one game where we were like, all right, if they lose, yeah, there's, there's the most important night of that the, was probably yeah. Friday was the most important game. Like if they lose, then that, that opens it up for Ohio state and maybe Alabama, but you know, it was pretty much Ohio state was going to take that spot, but it didn't shock me. The seat, I know people wanted to see, you know, you know, maybe Ohio state, Michigan, you know, in that uh two, three matchup, but, TCU, even though they lost, they did beat Kansas State before. So like that 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 helped them. So they shouldn't have moved down, but um not, no real shocking. You know, it's it's we knew Ohio State was probably gonna take that spot. I know people wanted Bama potentially and all that, and we can get into that, but you know, uh they got it right one through four, you know, not a lot of you know, not a lot of drama and all that. We we knew this was gonna happen, especially once USC lost. We knew Ohio State is going to take their spot. And people could be mad at Ohio State for getting in, backdooring their way in. But, you know, uh, hey, you're Ohio State. If if the brand helps, then good for you. That's what you get for winning. You win, the brand helps. The Bama, how many times Bama backdoor? They backdoor, you know, not too long ago. So, hey, that's what happens when you're a good football team. You get the, you know, the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) And whether that's the right thing or the wrong thing, be good then. That's all I got to say. So <laughs> I wish I could say that about my team, that we can even, you know, think about that. And, like, I know if my if Miami ever gets back, we might get the benefit of the doubt. Like, Texas this year would have got the benefit of the doubt. Like, they lost to yeah. Alabama, and they got ranked. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like the brands do matter. Like, if Miami ever gets back, if you know, then we might get the benefit of the doubt because people want to see Miami in there because you know, of the brand and all that. But. People getting mad at the brands, Ohio State over there. Who else were you gonna really gonna put in that four spot? Realistically, yeah, it, essentially, it would have been Bama. Like, um, obviously, they finished number five, so the argument would have been between Ohio State and Bama. Was Bama's schedule tougher than Ohio State's? Yes, but they lost the tough games. Like, mm-hmm. and that's where it's not even about SEC bias. Take conferences out of it. Look at Ohio State's resume. Look at Bama's resume. Ohio State's best win is against a Penn State. And so, like I said, it's NFL Sunday. Um, So I haven't paid attention to where Penn State finished, but they finished in the top 10. Where Alabama's best win is against a number 20 Texas, that's 21 is Ohio State's second best win. So when I look at it, like, take away the the, the conference bias. I don't want to make this an SEC Big Ten conversation. Yes, Ohio State got curb stomped in the fourth quarter at home by Michigan. Uh, Rightfully so. You know, it happened. It is what it is. And you can tell me, you can sell me on close losses. If Bama only had one close loss and their close loss was to Tennessee, but they beat LSU, Bama probably gets in over Ohio State. But you can tell me close losses all you want. But at the end of the day, Bama lost. They got that second loss against the LSU, against the same LSU team that goes and basically gets dominated by Texas A&M and then turns around and gets 
annulled by Georgia. And shout out to Georgia because I had questions about Georgia going into this game. Did I think Georgia was going to lose to LSU? No, I didn't. Would I have been mad if Georgia sat their starters for this game because they knew they were locked? Like they knew their playoff spot was locked in going into this game? No, I wouldn't have. Because winning the SEC championship matters for bragging rights. But for Georgia, it it didn't matter. Like Stetson Bennett could have not played. Their tight ends could have not played. Their starting corners could have not played. They could have lost by 25. And Georgia was still getting in the playoffs. All that mattered was seeding. Yeah. Like they were playing to continue to be the number one seed in the college football playoffs. And so they did that. You know, Stetson Bennett played. I think they did want it though, because even Kirby was after like we lost the SEC championship last year and that really pissed off the guys. So like they wanted to like, yeah, hey, let's get this. I know we end, but let's get the SEC championship just so I we mean, it means something. For them, but, for them, for yeah, it means something for them. And Kirby found a way to motivate them for it to mean something. But in the grand scheme of things, had Georgia lost, nobody would have cared. Georgia still would have been in the playoffs. Would they be the number one seed with Michigan beating Purdue? Probably not. And so you're playing matchups at this point. And I think Georgia, they're okay with playing Ohio State. But I mean, if I'm Georgia and I want the easiest matchup to get to the national championship, I'd rather play. TCU than Ohio State. Let's just, if I'm Georgia, let's just be honest. Um, there's a lot of questions around Ohio State. So before we even get into the, did the committee get it right? Chris, talk to the Ohio State fans uh, that thought the world was falling. Now, granted, I feel like, real quick, I want to state this. I feel like I wasn't in the majority of the Ohio State fans feeling like the sky is falling because. We lost to Michigan, and I evaluated the situation. And I'm like, there's still a way to get in the playoffs if I'm Ohio State. And so, what, after about two hours, you know, hey, I say good game to our Michigan fans, part of the network. And after about two hours, like, okay, emotions are out. I can engage in conversation, and we can have real conversation about the college football playoffs and and what it means for Ohio State, and is there a possibility I just had to take my two hours of just breathing. Like, let me. Yeah. Let me I think you, go you, got emo- you got emotional. You got emotional because you lost. Well, I didn't it. say much. Like, I wasn't the guy saying, hey, let's fire Ryan Day. He's done. We need to move on. We need oh, to rebuild God. this program. And don't get me wrong, Chris. I seen that. This, yeah. this program needs a reset. <laughs> and we're done. And let's go call Mike Vrabel at Tennessee. And let's go get Luke Fickle so from Cincinnati. Yeah, that was All wild. of that. Happen. Brian and Hartline should be the coach. Oh, I saw that oh, too. Yeah. Now I will say Brian Hartline not leaving Ohio State for Cincinnati. Thank you, Jesus. Like that, I will yeah. say that, and that's because we've had elite wide receiver recruits. We got an elite wide receiver group coming in. I know people are talking about Brandon Ennis has said what he said and could be going to Colorado. And if he do, shout out to him. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm all for I will never kill kids. You know, these guys are 17, 18 year olds, bro. We're grown men. I will never kill a kid, a young man, for changing up because he thinks, you know, playing for Dion in Colorado will be a better opportunity for me than playing at Ohio yeah. State, having to earn my playing time because I'm going with four of the top 10 recruits. In the I am not mad at Brandon Ennis. And I've seen a lot of Ohio State fans. Oh, bro, he's not locked yeah. in. Whatever, Dude, this kid is 17, 18 years old. He's a baller. 
I think he's going to be great wherever he goes. And if he decides that Ohio State is not the best destination for him, hey, bro, go be great somewhere else. I appreciate, you know, yeah. like fan, fans like, get too emotional with the, the decommitments and, and going and somewhere for me, else. Like. I, 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 I'm a fan. I'm an Ohio State fan. What I love Brandon Ennis to be in Ohio State jersey, 100%. But what I love, what, what I would love more is that he committed to Ohio State. So it, it, it got a guy like me to follow him in his game. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this kid is a baller. Yeah. Brandon Ennis is a baller. So what I want for him more than anything is like, hey, you committing to Ohio State got you on my radar. And so now I want you to make the best decision for your future and just be a baller. I've become a fan of Brandon Ennis, not the Brandon Ennis that committed to Ohio State. I've just become a fan of Brandon Ennis. And so I want yep. him to be a baller Wherever he goes, bro, if you don't think Ohio State is the place to be, you got Marvin Harrison Jr. I think Emeka Buka may come back. Fleming may come back. And then all these other freshmen, if you feel like that's not the best opportunity, bro, go be a baller somewhere else. And I will be watching. If Brandon Ennis goes to Colorado, I will be watching Colorado, just like the rest of the country, because we are going to be watching Colorado because of Dion. But I will watch him, and I will hope he does good. I have zero interest in whether Colorado is great or not. So I'm allowed to root for Colorado to be great and Dion to be great and switching all these commitments to be great because mm-hmm. it, it really doesn't affect me in the long haul. You're in a exactly. whole different conference. You still have to get through the grind of, of the conference or whatever. And at the end of the day, if Colorado was a powerhouse, you know, college football playoff team, shout out to Dion and shout out to everybody that decided to go to Colorado. So before before we go to the did the committee get it right just say what you got to say to these ohio state fans that were down bad three days ago i i think you guys just got emotional because of who you lost to because if this was against penn state or this was against whoever um minnesota whoever else in the big 10 i don't think you have the same feeling and all that but it was because you lost to michigan and you and you lost to michigan back-to-back years and I get it. You lose to your rival. Listen, my team lost to Florida State by 40-plus points. I, that that irritated me, and, and that bothered you when you lose to your rival. I get it. But you have to see it this way. It's like we've been you've been dominating them for so long when they're on now. Now they're, they're getting up there now. So now I think that's a good thing, though, for you guys, because now you evaluate your roster. Okay, they're on the come-up. All right, we got to change things differently. But as far as the, the reaction is like, Okay, you did lose. You you were undefeated going into that game. I understand no. if you had a one loss. Like if you have one loss and you lost that game, then like I can understand being a, more upset. But you still had a chance to get. You still had a realistic exactly. chance to yep. get in. What is the ultimate goal? Like yes, beating Michigan is cool. But I mean, if you win a national championship and losing to Michigan happens in the same time, I I think you guys are gonna. F- be all oh, right. Like, the national championship you, way. Taking the national championship. Yeah. Okay. Well, we lost to Michigan, but guess what? They didn't win the national championship. We or, or, exactly. you know, We won the national championship. We beat Georgia, and then we beat T- or whoever. You know, if you if Michigan, TCO, you, and even better, if you go play, and then you have a, you might have an opportunity to play Michigan in the national championship. That's like if Duke played, like Duke played North Carolina. In basketball in the final four. Just imagine if that was the for the national I'd be even more pissed off that Duke lost. But, but that would be the game of all games. That would be and the ratings for that gate Duke final Stupid. four were crazy. 
The gradings for Michigan, Ohio State just now, crazy. Now imagine that for national. So I think you guys got way too emotional because you lost to Michigan, and it's like, oh, we lost to Michigan again. Oh my God! And it's like, okay, well, Michigan's they they they're they're good, better now. You you know, mm-hmm. okay, like, and you lost to the number three team in the country. Yeah, okay, it got out of hand in the fourth quarter, and and listen. I think the score doesn't really reflect how the game. I think well, the game it was a difference a in five plays. Like, like it was five plays. It's four or five plays that like that sh- that can easily be corrected, easily be corrected in a rematch. Why did you say that? Because first of all, you had that you guys scored quick, right? And I'm like, oh, Ohio State just might absolutely beat the board. the same. Thing. I watched it. I was like, oh, it's over. It's over. And then I think you held them to a field. I don't remember exactly, but you held, I think you, they held you guys to a field goal. And, I, and that's the key. Hold to hold teams to a field goals, right? Even if you give up an 80 yard, hold them to field goals because that gives you a chance. And then you guys had way too many issues in the secondary. Mm-hmm. And I, I, that. Yep. But those are all correctable. So that's why you have to watch. It's one thing if you got absolutely grounded and pounded, like, and then late it showed. But that to me, that's like an outlier. But it's one thing if, like, 80-yard drives, 80-yard drives, 80-yard drives of yeah. like eight-minute drives, right? That's that different. just grounding and pounding you and killing you. You got an 80-yard down here, 70-yard. Like, you had a bunch of big plays that all could be corrected. So, like, you guys, I understand them. And then the Ryan Day fire. Okay, I I, I just laugh at that. I wasn't with this that. Man, I, I was not with that at all. This man has won how, what percentage? He probably has the greatest percentage. Oh, like 90%. Let's oh, say it's ninety percent. Essentially, he's has like what five, six losses, whatever. He's forty-five and five, if I'm not mistaken. Is just okay. taking over his the head. The only coach. thing he doesn't have is a national championship. Okay, but you know what? You got Georgia and Alabama. You know, it's it's pretty hard to win a national championship. Like we, I think we, you guys are spoiled. Essentially, the lot yeah. of the fa- and I, I, yeah. I went in the search. I hit the search, and I don't really search for other teams' fan base, but I search, and I, you would have thought, Mo, that you guys lost. By fifty, you guys went five and seven. Oh, like my team, my yeah. team went five you, and seven. We got smacked. We just got smacked, and I don't even see the. I see our fan base like, all right, it's year one of Mario Crystal Ball. You know, not not the season you want, not the season you want, but you know, it's a it's about the long term picture. You yeah, guys, you, can't you want this guy fired? You want oh, this guy should transfer. Um, quarterback sucks he should just leave not even play anymore he should just quit because he do we think he's soft and all i'm just like guys you guys can still make the national championship <laughs> like like usc just lost the usc lost to utah you don't think they can lose to utah again like it, it just like you guys it was just too it was crazy i was like you guys need to relax Relax. You guys still have it. The bigger picture is the national, ch- not losing to Michigan. I get you losing to your rival sucks. I get it, but you still have a legit chance, especially when they came back in the rankings and you'll get you. And the next week it was, you guys were like fifth or six or whatever it was. Yeah, we were five. So you, you knew were five. So once you were five, it was like, okay, you guys are crying for what? You knew But what? once we went in at five, that's where I was sitting. And I'm like, we're good. Like You're good. You we are good. one of those teams are going to lose. It was definitely going to happen. One of those teams were guaranteed to lose. It, it's just, Ohio, that's just how the world works. It was going to happen. And guess I what? Think it Ohio happened. State needed you, uh, Utah to beat USC for the easiest path in to where the committee didn't need to have much of a conversation. Yeah. Had USC won 
and TCU lost, which both teams ended up losing. So it makes it the easiest on justifying that Ohio State gets in at four. And I think that's why Ohio State was at four because, like, yes, TCU lost, but hey, like they Ohio State didn't play for the conference championship. Um, we're not keen on getting Ohio State and Michigan in unless they both can earn their way. And I, I don't think it was a shot at Michigan earning their way. I think it was more so like if Ohio State won a shot at Michigan, they got to earn their way by beating Georgia. Um, and so that's why they put them at four. I don't think like I think even money is an issue in this in this scenario. And I think that they looked at like, OK, Georgia versus Ohio State. TCU versus Michigan under the circumstances is going to get us the best ratings. Yes, we could put TCU in Georgia, but if you put TCU at four playing Georgia and you put Ohio State and Michigan <laughs> at two and three, if, if, if you're on the outside looking in, right? Yeah. So are you really like if it, and it's on New Year's Eve? Yeah. T- Georgia plays at the 8 p.m. Eastern. If Michigan was to play Ohio State and and they were to play at the time slot 4 p.m. Eastern, Chris, being on the outside looking in, after the Ohio State-Michigan game ends at 4 p.m. Eastern, if Georgia was to play TCU going into New Year's Eve night, how interested would you be in that game? Yeah, the interest level. But I do think the committee... I think they genuinely had them ranked the way they should be ranked. Even forgetting the matchups and all that, I think they truly believe Ohio State is the fourth best team in the country. TCU is the third best country. And it just happened to align, you know, the way it, it, it should have aligned. So I think they did genuinely get it right with the I would have had if that was if that was me, if I was in the room, I would have said the exact I would have not thinking about matchups. I would just be like, okay, Ohio State's at four, TCU's three. Yep. You know, Michigan's two and Georgia is one. You know, yeah, so I think they got it right. I think they did legitimately get the, the right. And it just happens to be the, the better matchups that we're going to see. And so that goes into did the committee get it right? And obviously, you've said yes, they did. Um, I think so too. Like, I think, you know, um, I was in multiple conversations, obviously, conversation within the chat of thinking what the matchups look like. And this was after TCU had lost. And I'm like, TCU should stay at three. I'm not going to penalize TCU for being undefeated all regular season and losing in a conference championship in overtime Mm -hmm. to a team they already beat. And I'm a guy who it's hard to beat a team twice. And so Saturday morning when you woke up, it seemed easy because Utah kind of curb stomped USC the same way Michigan curb stomped Ohio State. Like, it was close. It was, you know, there was a lot of parity in the game, but Utah ended up winning big. And so now you think you're you're looking at TCU and be like, the possibility of beating a team twice is very easy or it's very formidable and it can really happen. But when I looked at, TCU, I'm like, bro, even still, the USC losing to Utah twice in one season did not make me change off the fact, bro, it's hard to beat a team twice. Everybody's not beating a team twice. Mm -hmm. And so when TCU lost in overtime, I didn't look at TCU any different. 
Kansas State is a three-loss team. They they were not playing to win a national championship. They were not playing to go to the playoffs. What they were playing for was to win the Big 12. Like, that was their goal. And see what bowl game we get into. And, you know, we're about to get into bowl games in a second. But Kansas State really had nothing to lose. And so that's what I felt like was the scary thing for TCU. But as long as TCU didn't blown out the way Wisconsin got blown out. I wondered what would happen if TCU – I wonder if TCU would have, let's say, they lose thirty-one nothing or whatever. I I wonder what the committee would have thought of that. I think Bama, if if TCU had lost to Kansas State thirty-one to nothing, I think Bama would have got in. But the simple fact that TCU took a rematch into overtime mm-hmm. and lost, I think that's why TCU got in, and yeah. that's why they stayed at three. And I know there's a lot of people who feel like you know. Well, TCU lost recently, so they shouldn't be at number three. And Ohio State should have been at number three. But, bro, it was just last week that Ohio State lost to Michigan. Like, it ain't like Ohio State lost to Michigan in week three, and we're trying to figure out whether we want to rematch or not. Bro, Michigan beat Ohio State just last week. Like, it was a week ago. Like, we're sitting here on a Sunday recording this conversation, and it was just a week ago that we were waking up on Sunday morning hearing the overreaction from Ohio State fans. And so everything fell Ohio State's way. So for me, I feel like the committee got it right. Like Michigan should be playing TCU. Georgia should be playing Ohio State. And if if Ohio State really wants a rematch at Michigan, they got to prove it and they got to beat Georgia. And that's not an easy task. No, it's going to so, be tough. Bro, it's going to oh, be tough. Oh, don't get me wrong. This is not an easy task, and it almost seems like, from people on the outside looking in, it almost seems like Ohio State is in an impossible task to come over. But when USC beat Utah, you know what the first place my mind went? 2014. 2014. Ohio State needed something to happen. It happened. Ohio State got in, played Alabama, And nobody gave Ohio State a shot. We were on a third-string quarterback. Yes, we had a superstar running back, but so did Alabama over there with Derrick Henry, who ended up winning the Heisman. But we had a superstar running back. We had some great players on both sides of the ball. And nobody gave Ohio State a shot because they're like, okay, Bama's going to win this game. They're going to play the winner of Florida uh, Florida State and Oregon. And Bama will probably go on to win the national championship. And it didn't shake that way. And so this year, I am a believer of destiny. And so real quick, before we go into do bowl games matter, does this seem outside looking in, Chris, does this seem like a destiny where Ohio State gets a rematch and a shot at Michigan in the national championship? You guys definitely have a chance. I mean, even Vegas... It's only at six and a half right now, and the line could move. But I mean, that's a touchdown. I mean, that's that's not that's not a lot. I thought it would be more. To be honest, I thought the line would be more. But you guys, like you guys, were the number two team in the country, and you did only lose to Michigan, who who's looking. You know, I know a lot of people were kind of skeptical about Michigan before going to the game, and and uh, but now you know Michigan looks like 
you know, there might be back to being a power again. So that loss is they're here. here. They're here. Like, and you know, they lose their star running back and then the backup is, (laughs) it's just as good. Like they didn't lose, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's crazy how that works, but you know, Michigan is a good team. You lost to a good team. I, I took that you get, you lost to a good team. And I, it's just recency bias, like with all that, like you know, because you lost recently, and that's that's the last image in them. But you guys have a chance against Georgia, you know. Like, listen, Georgia gave up a lot of points against LSU, and even Kirby was like, "Hey, if we want to win a national championship again, we want to go back to back. We can't play the defense we play because we're playing a team that could score points and, and is more explosive and has you know better players on the on the, on the defense than LSU right now." So. You know, we can't do that, play the way we played in the SC title game, expect to, you know, uh, raise another, you know, uh, raise another trophy. So you guys have a chance. I, I, if you like, if you told me uh, Ohio State won, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, you just don't know. Like you said, 2014, like you go against Bama and everyone just assumes you're just going to get killed by Bama because it's Bama, right? You just assume yeah. anyone who plays because Bama just destroys everyone in the first round. You know, you just assume, but you just never know, right? And the motivation from, you know, I'm sure you got there watching that Michigan tape like, great. what the hell went wrong in the secondary? And like I said, that's five, like, well, what, four or five big plays they had? Yeah. That's, if you cut that in half, we might be talking about a different game against Michigan. Yep. And maybe you guys, you know, are, you know, we're talking about a whole different game. And so I think people have those those plays in, in their head with Ohio State and be like, oh, they don't deserve it or whatever. But. Take away that, you know, it's a different ball game, and and maybe we're talking different about you know the playoff and all that. But I think you guys have a chance against Georgia. I just think everyone, you know, Georgia is just, just different. Like we, like when we talked about when they played Tennessee on on store on on uh, on your show last time, like when they played it was Tennessee Georgia. And you asked me who I think I said Georgia's gonna. Everyone's feeling Tennessee right now. They just they took the goalposts and they put it in the Pacific, whatever ocean. You can't find it. They stole it and they beat Bama and all that. And I was like, you know, Georgia's gonna be like, well, they ain't gonna happen against us. And guess what they did? And I said, oh, they're going by two touchdowns because I just, I did just the feeling like they're gonna show out, even though they just lost their best player and all that. Like they, they, they're just, they're not gonna let Tennessee do what they did, what they did to Bama. And guess what happened? They, they punked them by two touchdowns plus. So, you know. This is going to be a good game. This is going to, I, li- I like these matchups. Like, like I said, if it was TCU at four, I'm like, oh, no, Georgia, <laughs> Georgia's winning by 25. It's just TCU is not there physically with a team like Georgia. But you guys are going to be ready. You guys are going to be ready to ball. So I, I, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a good game. I think, um, you know, it, you guys have a chance. You guys still have a, a very explosive offense. You know, people forget, you know. And I think those those lapses on defense will get corrected. Um, because that, that's a, it was, it's just so fluky that stuff like that happens, you know, uh, and I'm sure the coaching staff is like, how not once, not twice, multiple times, like God. And I'm sure the, 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 your, the DBs and all that are, are getting in the room and be like, Hey, that ain't happening again. Whatever yeah. happened. That was just, that was why that's like the, the worst of the worst case scenarios. Like, like we talked about that. Like if Michigan were to win that game, they need, those 80 yard ball they need big plays because they, they, and they they're not going to be able to compete you know if they're down 14 they're not gonna be able to come they need those big plays and, and they got them but that's not something that's that happens all the time 
So for you against Georgia, you just got to play your game. Those mistakes aren't going to happen, you know, and, and, you know, just keep it close. Keep keep it close. And, and if yeah. you keep it close, anything can happen. Anything can happen. You know, and so. you know what's crazy is the difference is that Michigan built a team to beat Ohio State. They spent years. Jim Harbaugh spent years. He spent protecting his job to make sure that he can build a team to beat Ohio State. And is Georgia built very similar to Michigan, if not like at, at a higher level? 100%. But the difference is Kirby Smart's not coaching for his job in this game. Um, and I'm looking at Ohio State, and I like the way we match up, and I think we're a problem for anybody, 100%. But all I'm saying is we got a month. Ohio State got a month to prepare for Georgia, but at the same time, while we're looking at the positive for Ohio State, Georgia got a month to prepare to expose Ohio State. So it could be a problem. But at the same time, like December 31st will tell us everything we need to know. And I thank God it's December 31st because, you know, if Ohio State wins, I ain't got to wake up the next day and go to work. Like that, that's where I'm at. Like it will be New Year's Day and we'll watch some good bowl games. And if Ohio State's able to win this game, I ain't got to wake up and go to work. I ain't got to worry about, you know, uh, indulging in too many festivities. But speaking of festivities, we're in bowl season. Like the regular season of college football is done and over with. So, Chris, do bowl games matter? Obviously, with the playoff, it's definitely took a hit. And then with with the twelve team playoff, it's definitely going to take even a, a bigger hit. But uh, I, I I think it'll take a better hit with the twelve team playoff for the simple fact. I know the 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 games will be played on campus, mm-hmm. um, for certain bowl games. But like, I think with for me personally, I think with the twelve team playoff, I think it'll take a better hit because the New Year's Six bowls that are about to be played, which I'm sure we'll dive into a little bit, but those don't matter at all. And so you take those out the picture and just play football games on your way to a national championship. I think those games will matter, but to me, I think the bowl games don't matter at this point. Yeah, it's definitely taking a hit, but I think they they still have some significance. You know, I think as far as from a player aspect, that could be your final game. And mm-hmm. you want to go out winning something, right? Whether it's the freaking the toilet bowl trophy or whatever it is, the, 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 you know, the pinstripe bowl. I know we have a pinstripe bowl in New York, like uh, whatever bowl it is, you want to go out on a high note, winning that, that trophy, whatever of whatever team is, whatever company is sponsoring that bowl. You want to go out there. So, and it's, it also could be another game, you know, you know, another tape of film, for scouts, you know, so it has some, but like in the grant in the bigger picture, it, it definitely is going to take a less of a hit, a, a, a big hit. You know, uh, bowl games used to be something we look forward to, but it's a different era. We got the playoff. That's the only thing that really matters. <laughs> the only thing that matters is is getting the playoff. And then, like I said, with twelve, it might take an even more hit. But um, they definitely, it's definitely. Even Nick Saban said today, like, you know, the bowl game is not being of, of significance anymore. But people are still going to care about, you know, those those higher end bowls, you know. You know, so 
um, you know, as far as, you know, beating, you know, beating the big 12, he's, you know, whatever, you know, conference, you know, ACC over the big 12 and some certain, certain or certain bowl game. So I think it still has some, but it's definitely not what it was just 10 years ago where, you know, you, you were tuned in into every, all, all these bowl games, especially after new year's. So, um, it's definitely taking a hit, but you know we got the playoff, and that's that's a, that's ultimately what really matters. Your goal is to get in the play. Now with twelve teams coming in in in, in twenty four, that's going to be the goal: be the best twelve teams in the country. And if you're not, then you know it doesn't really matter. And like we're seeing a lot of guys, as we've seen throughout the years, if they're not playing in a in a championship, you know, or a playoff, they're not going to play. Um, but now I think with NIL. It could be different. I don't know. There's a lot of ways to think. I don't know. With NIL, maybe more kids would want to play in, in that bowl game, you know, just to have that one last game or whatever with their guys. You know, maybe if there wasn't NIL, we see more guys leave. Like you had, you know, you had the, um, what, Nick Bosa? Yeah. With you guys, like we've seen that plenty of times. But now there's NIL involved. So maybe, like, I, I got my money. Like, let's go out and let's end the season on a high note, you know? So I, I don't know. I, I still think there's some some significance of, of the bowl games and I'll, I'll be tuned in for a lot of these, some of these matchups, but you know, uh, overall in the big scheme, people only care about the playoff and we're going to be, you know, worried about that, but we're still going to see some good games. Like Ohio state, Utah was, was, was a banger last Amazing. year. In the it was bowl, so. banger. <laughs> like, you know, we can, we can, we can say it's not no matter, but I guarantee there was, I know I was tuned into that game. So, you know, it might be something we say now that we might not matter, but once we get closer and, and the game happens, you're like, oh, 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 Utah and Ohio State. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, we got something going on over here. So, yeah, I think I think for players, it still matters. I think for fans, it may just, it may not matter as much, but they're still, we're still going to be tuned into some of these higher quality matchups that we're going to see in the bowl games. Yeah, and I think, like, when I look at last year, like I watched Tennessee and Purdue, Hendon Hooker, um, and Purdue's offense, and that was a shootout, right? So I think there are some bowl games that are gonna matter, but you have to evaluate teams. And and to me, when I look at bowl games, what on their team is going to the NFL? Because like if I look at like Tennessee's supposed to play Clemson. Jalen yeah. Hyatt's going to the NFL, hitting Hooker towards ACL, so he won't be there. Um, probably for Clemson, Kate Klubnick plays uh, because he balled out in the ACC championship. So it, it's all about, as a fan of the team, you weigh out what's important to you. And mm -hmm. so with Clemson, you're like, you know, what do we have for next year? I think with Tennessee, it's the same thing. Right now, at this second, what do we have for next year? And then we'll look at certain team or we'll look at certain players and be like, okay, we need to upgrade at this position or whatever. But had Ohio State went into the Rose Bowl, you know, or or the Peach Bowl or whatever, like had Ohio State been playing Clemson as opposed to getting in the playoffs, I'd be like, okay, no CJ Stroud, um, no Jackson Smith in the Jigba, and maybe JSN don't play in the playoffs. To me, I think it's a wild world. If he doesn't. But even still, if we go into the uh, uh, a bowl game, no JSN, no CJ Stroud, um, Paris Johnson Jr. doesn't play. So I'm looking at it from a personal perspective, and I'm like, all right, we're going to have a lot of our guys, just like the Ohio State-Utah game. Like, as yeah. great as that game was, 
both teams had their high quality players not playing in that game. And it turned out to be one of the greatest bowl games um, that we've seen first off in a while, let alone in the college football playoff era and let alone just period. Mm -hmm. Like that, that was a shootout. It was a great game. You know, Utah was up like 21 to 10 and we thought it was over. Um, But you kind of got to gauge what you got for next year for Utah and Ohio state. And so when I say bowl games don't matter, I say the big games between the big time teams with matchups that like, bro, Tennessee and Clemson could give us everything we want. But at this point, I don't think it matters. Hendon Hooker's gone because he's torn his ACL first off. Yeah. Second off, I don't think Hooker would play in this game even if he never tore his ACL because it's not a playoff game. Like, the guys who are juniors or seniors and look like they're NFL prospects, NFL, you know, NFL prospects, and everybody wants to take them in the first, second, or third round. Like, I think anybody who's a potential third-round pick or better doesn't play in this game. And I point to the game with Ohio State in Utah because no Devin Lloyd. Bro, they had a running back. Like, Utah had a running back playing DB. Like, yeah. if it wasn't for Ohio State having a Jackson Smith and the Jigba as a sophomore, having a Marvin Harrison Jr. as a freshman, having C.J. Stroud being a sophomore, like, having another year to play, that game could have turned to dog crap real quick. Yeah. But Ohio State went on the field and was like, you know, we were missing multiple offensive linemen, our best receivers, essentially, and Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. So Ohio State goes into that game, and you're like, bro, they're missing their best players on both sides of the ball because five, six, seven players on that Ohio State team are going to the NFL next year. But not everybody can be Ohio State or Utah where even though we have four, five, six, seven players going to the NFL, we got four, five, six, seven players, freshmen and sophomores who are legitimate starters and can make for a great game next year. And so that's why I say the bowl games don't matter because if you're not a small-time team, like my thing is watching Tennessee and Clemson, whoever is prospective NFL, you know, draft guys, you kind of have, you, you've spent a whole season weighing on them. So even if Hendon Hooker didn't tear his ACL, he wouldn't have to play this game for you to feel how you feel about Hendon Hooker. Um, even with Clemson, like nobody will watch this game and feel how they need to feel about DJU. Like he's going to transfer. We expect him to play a senior year elsewhere other than Clemson. We probably be watching Cape Klubnik uh, to see what he looks like, mm-hmm. you know, as a senior or as a junior in college football and see what Clemson could look like next year. But I think DJU is almost. He's almost in the bag. He either goes to the NFL draft and be a late draft pick and kind of be a back uh, uh, a backup for somebody, or he goes somewhere else and turns himself into a first-round pick at another university not named Clemson. So for me, do bowl games matter? I would say no, they don't. because But it just depends on how you look at it. But do I think we could potentially see some great games? Yeah, 100%, because even the top, 10, 15, 20 teams um, in the country have guys that you want to see like, hey, going in next year, what do we have? And so had Ohio State went into the Peach Bowl 
or not into the Peach Bowl, had Ohio State went into the Rose Bowl or the Cotton Bowl or whatever it may be, you wouldn't be watching Ohio State for like what kind of show are they going to put on today with their best players on the field. But you would be like, okay, Kyle McCord's going to play instead of C.J. Stroud. Um, a couple of our back up offensive linemen are going to play. A couple of our DBs are going to play. Like you're going to look at who Ohio State goes has going to the draft, and you're like, what do their replacements look like? And so that's why I say bowl games, they don't matter for the simple fact if you want to see the best high-quality game that you can see, most teams in the big-time bowl games, best players won't play. But if you're looking as, all right, we're not in the playoffs, we're trying to see what the best, you know, we're trying to see what we got for next year, and we're trying to see as a fan, should we hit the portal? What position should we hit the transfer portal at? And, and who should we be looking at? then yes, the bowl games matter. But in the overall sense, being a fan of like Ohio State, to me, the bowl games don't matter. So before we close out, Chris, we've talked a lot about college football. And so we're going to go into the NFL and we won't spend but five minutes on this. My only question before I give my answer, because I'm going to let you go first, should ties exist in the NFL? <laughs> Hell no. And, you know, and and this is not even me because the Giants just tied with the, the commanders. But I, I felt this way forever. Ties in football oh, just treasure, shouldn't yeah. even shouldn't even exist. Like even hockey had ties and they got rid of that. Like they have shootouts out there after in their their, yeah. their overtime to decide who wins. There's only what there's 17 games, and we're going into let you know. I think they worry about the safety and all that. Yet they added another week of football, you know. So it shows it just doesn't make sense. It just <laughs> I, I just don't get it. Like how you can how you can let men who worked all week preparing for this game play play four quarters and then play another overtime and be like, all right, that's it, <laughs> that's it. And there's like the manage, like I just hate the like, even like the management of the game of like it's it, we see this all the time like in two minutes and if it's tied and like you know and then we see the team not not you know not getting scoring range and it's like a minute left and you're like, well we don't want to lose this game, but I guess we got to punt it and at least put them inside and like take the tie like it's it's like weird strategy too like how do you strategize like we want to win this game. Um, like the Giants are like, they had a fourth and third, I think. And like, it's like, they should punt it, but I don't want to like, that means they're not probably not going to get the ball back and it's going to, there could be a tie. And it's like, a part of me is like, go for it. Let's try to win this game. Like, and if they score, I was like, all right, but it's like, I don't, a tie. Like you, and you even see every time we see a tie, what do you see? The, 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 the reaction is like confused. Like, ah. Good, like, good, congratulate. What? I, you don't know how to even react. It's not yeah. even like, how do you, what do you talk to your team in the locker room? Like, you know, it's either like you give them the whole, like, hey, guys, you guys battled it out, like, great win, all that, or law. Hey, guys, you know, you know, a couple plays didn't go our way. We got to be better, all that. And it's a tie. Like, you're like, we did, we did everything possible, but um, the other team did. Yeah, we tied. Guys, this doesn't even feel right. It's just, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. It's, it's ridiculous. It, it should, it just, they need to figure that out. I know 
they 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 change it up where it's you know both teams get a possession if you score a field goal if the first team you know whoever gets to possess the ball first kicks a field goal the other team has a chance if there's you know but just it, it, it's got I know college has a lot of flaws but guess one thing they don't have ties we can complain about the overtime rules in college well, and all that no damn ties but never we don't see no college football ties we don't see that you know maybe their overtime is flawed and all that but we don't see ties Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't tell me you can't figure something out. I it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. It, it doesn't make sense to me at all. It, it just it just it should not be ties. It should not be ties. And I'm watching the game and again, I'm like, I don't even know how to feel. I don't even know how to feel. And I'm sure Commander fans are probably like when when, when Couch and, and Cruz go live on, on their show, they're going to be like, um, we didn't lose, but we didn't win. But we didn't win, right? We didn't win. So, like, we didn't yeah. win the game. So, like, ultimately, that's what's going to matter. We didn't win. Yeah, we didn't lose, but we didn't win. The whole point of the a point of a game is to win. Yep. And you, we didn't win. So, do we do we talk about the game as if we lost? We can't talk about it as if we win because we didn't win. So I don't know. It's just a it's just a stupid thing. It's just so stupid, and it could get corrected easily. But they they just it, it doesn't. If if there's if if at the end of the ten minutes, if it's tied, you got to do some type of college thing, college football rules. You yep. put at the twenty five or the thirty, and like let's go. Yeah, you guys, you score a touchdown. Oh, if they match it, round two. Here we go. They don't have to be two point conversions after I know college colleges after after the second overtime after two the third, it's hey it's just keep third. going just keep yeah. going whoever and until you someone makes a stop and and that's it you kick a field goal we kick a field goal guess what we're going overtime number three go another field boom boom it's simple you guys are so they're so worried about all oh, the but the safety of the players yet you added another week of football that like you added another week of football. You don't care about that. That safety of the players, which was a big thing. You know, why are we adding another week when, you know, you care about our safety yet you're adding another week of football and we know why because it's money, but, and guess what? You want money? More people get tuned in. Oh, guess what? Yo guys, the giants commanders game. It just went into over it. Overtime went over and, and they're going into the, to the shootout. That adds more eyes. Well, cause now people are going to be, Oh, I got to catch that. Cause you know, we got to see what's happening here. It's, it's yeah. simple. Six, but the NFL wants it just looks ugly too because they did seven four and one it's like it's just an ugly thing it just it's just more ink on the paper it's half a game like it counts as half a game so for you if you're the commanders and you would have beat the Giants you you leap them in the standings and that helps you in seeding potentially down because in that division is everyone's in the playoffs right now but you know, now you have a half game, <laughs> a potential, and that could that could that could potentially screw you. Yeah, you know, with that last playoff because right now I think what well, they they may have the last playoffs, but whatever. But it could help you or screw you, but it, it help you or really screw you and only kill you at the end of the day. Over again, and I don't know the feeling of like oh, would I rather just tried and, and if we lose, you know, you you take that, but. I don't know. Just the feeling of a tie just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Like you just don't know how to feel. Like it is the habit. I'm seeing it right now. And it's just like you see the players and the coaches, and they're just like, uh, I don't know. Like it's just there's no feeling. You don't really have yeah, a. We freaking lose, but we didn't win. Yeah. So 
I don't know. It's just a, and I I think the last time the Giants tied was like I don't know ninety eight or whatever. So I think some of the late nineties or whatever. So I haven't. Yeah, it's been a while. I haven't seen my team tied in a in oh, my just... whole football life watching football. You know, so it, it's just a weird feeling because you just don't know how to react to it. But it's stupid. It's easily fixable. Stupid joke. I don't know. It's yeah. Stupid. So. Before we close out, um, should ties exist? I think 100% not. But before I give my take on it, make sure you go to SeatGeek.com and use the promo code off the ball network for the simple fact, if I'm not mistaken, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, you get $10 off? You get $20, $20 off. $20 off. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's it's a lot of people using it. Yeah, $20 off your, fir- your first purchase off SeatGeek.com. You know, they, they're the number one place for to, for tickets. You college football season, you just want to save 20 bucks? use the promo code off the ball network. Get $20 off. You know, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, they've been great. SeatGeek partner with SeatGeek has been great so far. And uh, yeah, use promo code off the ball network, all caps. Make sure it's all caps. And get twenty dollars off. Um, so yeah, they've been great, Seat Geek, and, and you know, um, I'm really excited for the continued partnership with them. Hopefully, we can, we can get some uh, some swag from them, whatever you know, down the line when when we get them paid more. But uh, you know, uh, yeah, twenty dollars off first purchase at SeatGeek.com promo code Off the Ball Network. Yeah, and now is the perfect time. Um, we're going into bowl season, so I know a lot of people on location for bowl games. Mm-hmm. In their in their respective location, wherever you at while listening um, and tuning in to Up in Flames, you know, if you got a bowl game coming in your area, Seat Geek will be the place to get it because you get $20 off. And so anything, I can spend $500, but why $480 isn't better? I don't know. You tell me and I'd be love. I, I would love to listen. Exactly. Why you would rather not spend $480 and $500 on multiple tickets to go see a bowl game, to go see your favorite team. So exactly. make sure you go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code off the ball network in yep. all caps to get, you know, uh, to get $20 off of tickets. We're in the middle of NBA season. We're in the middle of the, we're towards the end of the NFL season. We are at the end of college football season. We're in bowl games. So if there's any games that you have on your mind, as a first-time user, you get $20 off using Off The Ball Network in yep. all caps. So why not use it? So before we close out, um, should ties exist? Hell no. Get rid of ties in, in the NFL because everybody's watching the World Cup right now and ties exist. Ties exist in every game until it matters. Yeah. Once it gets to the round of 16 and it's winner go home, no more ties. you cannot tie to go to the next round. You you cannot tie and leave it up to two other teams to determine whether you go to the next round. And so with the NFL, every regular season game matters. They only play once a week. This isn't basketball, where if you told me a Tuesday night game between the Milwaukee Bucks and the damn Detroit Pistons was able to end in a tie because there's 82 games of that stuff, and we don't care if they tie it up, that's fine. But every game matters because you count a tie as half a game. And so, therefore, it matters. So, the, 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 the commanders and the Giants, that could be the difference on half a game of getting in the playoffs and not getting in the playoffs. I think more so, as of right now, as today's standings stand, 
I think it more so hurts the, the, the commanders as opposed to the Giants. So if I'm a Giants fan, I feel good about being half a game ahead of whoever I need to be as opposed to the commanders could be like, you know, if the right team won, I'd be half a game behind. But this is the NFL. These are professional sports. We play sports to win or to lose. There is no in-between. We are at a time, it, once you get to the big leagues, we are not at a time where everybody gets a participation trophy. Those are for our kids that we are raising who are in the third grade and we say, you know, nobody's a loser no matter how much you lose by. We are in professional sports where you get paid off of winning and losing, where you you win championships off of winning and losing. The Super Bowl ain't tied. Not a single playoff game ends in a tie. And we try and figure out all these other, you know, analytics to figure out who gets to move on. So a regular season game, especially in the NFL, college football doesn't end in a tie, which we spent most of our time talking about. So ties should not exist in the NFL. They need to get rid of that shit. Like figure out a way that the commanders, and and I'll say this, for example, the commanders and giants should have had a way to figure out who's the winner and loser of that game because we are in a profession, we are in a sport, and we are in an occupation where winning and losing matters. And so to shake hands at the end of the day and be like, you know what? We got the best of each other. There was no winner. There was no loser. That's a participation trophy. And so I put it like this. For million-dollar athletes, for six-figure athletes, for however much money you're making, a participation trophy should never be an option in this sport. Once we get to the professional life, if you're telling me college can't end in, uh, end in a tie, then why do you tell me professional should end in a tie? So get yeah. rid of ties in the NFL. So before we close out, make sure you go follow me at UpperFlamesPod on Instagram, at Mo underscore Cheese 15 on Twitter, at Mo underscore Cheese 15 on uh, TikTok as well. I'm going to post a couple clips from this show. Make sure you go follow Off The Ball Pod anywhere you get your podcast, you know, uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere you can get Off The Ball Podcast. Make sure you go follow my guy, Chris, at Off The Ball Pod on Instagram, at Off The Ball Pod on Twitter. Make sure you go follow OTBN under, OTB underscore network on Twitter and Instagram as well for the simple fact Everybody that contributes to this wonderful network, make sure you go check them out. Um, and make sure you go follow if you're not already, if, you're, if you're a first time listener, make sure you go subscribe, follow, do whatever you can do on Up in Flames, um, Up in Flames Sports Podcast with Mo Murphy, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can get your podcast, make sure you go check us out. So, on that note, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Listening and Up in Flames is out. And episode 100 will be coming no later than Tuesday night. So make sure you tune in. I'm going to have a lot of guys who are here with me. Either if you want to consider it day one from the time I got my stuff up and kicking and got wonderful guests, such as the president of Off the Ball Network and Chris. Jeff's going to be on. A lot of guys are going to be on for my episode 100. So make sure you tune in listening. It's coming no later than Tuesday night. So on that note, Up in Flames is out.